Good morning, this is Sharon Spaga, and this is Pop Coach Life. We're pursuing purpose over perfection. And I've got my friend Sue back here with me. And you can see, can you see the puppies on us? Probably. That's oh, Dennis yeah. on Sue's lap. <laughs> We're looking at ourselves in the camera, guys. And if you see a little white head pop up over here, this is Bentley sitting with me. So um, hopefully they'll be a, a lovely presence in the room and not a complete distraction. <laughs> so we're just gonna, um, and we'll, I bet we'll find a way to start titling talks like this. Uh, we're just gonna do it. She's just gonna hit me with a question. She's gonna set it up, hit me with a question. Um, this hasn't been planned. We're just kind of going impromptu today and seeing where it goes. So welcome yeah. back, Sue. Thank you. Thanks. I love when you come visit me. I do too. It's been a minute. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> but thanks. Yeah, I'm we both have, Kids graduate in high school, guys, this year. So we're just like over here, then crazy. over there, and right, it's just kind of crazy. So to even find this time in the middle yeah. of the month of May is kind of precious to me. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad that we could. Yeah. So we had kind of talked about just kind of having random ideas and random questions, and um, I would love to talk about something that just kind of popped on my in my mind on the way here. And I was like, I think Sharon and I could talk about that today. So, uh, which is, it's kind of a crazy topic, but um, what I was thinking about asking you to kind of just dive into is the idea of like, so we have friendships that range from healthy, good, to people that maybe would be, what is the word? Um, high maintenance <laughs> to actually toxic, manipulative type relationships. Mm -hmm. And people that we love span that whole spectrum. Mm -hmm. And so I just thought maybe we could talk a little bit about how to navigate specifically even people that you love that are falling into the category that, especially like say we're in a busy season, of things that are exciting and happy and then you have somebody that is toxic or manipulative or something and and you're dealing with like this crazy mismatch of emotions because you're mm -hmm. dealing with like people that are like that friends or family or somebody and maybe feeling very pressured by that pressured or torn and, or like you're um, not doing what you should or well i think just the idea that um maybe the expectation, expectations are different. I don't know. Like, you know, when you're focused on something that's good and happy and then someone wants the focus to be like, oh, but you're not actually spending time with me or doing something, you know, mm -hmm. when very, in a very healthy way, you're um, planning something and doing something that is good for you. So I think just uh, the idea of like boundaries and healthy, kind of just healthy conversations. Kind of how to deal with that? Yeah. Kind of yeah, and I actually, I love that, um, and it's absolutely, in my mind, uh, it always is going to come back to boundaries, um, and you use the, the T word, dun, 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 and we really like that word right now. I hear that a lot, toxic relationships, and toxic, that's a toxic workplace, Sharon, and I'm like, well, I don't know. I mean, maybe it is, maybe it's not. Mm -hmm. But the reality is, uh, even if it is, even if you could say, oh, that environment's toxic or that relationship's toxic, your willingness to participate in that kind of dynamic or behaviors, ultimately, it's going to, 
this is the good news. In my opinion, overall, generally speaking, there's always exceptions, but generally speaking, that's going to, your willingness to say, I see it and don't have to participate in it, that boundary for you mm -hmm. is actually your best offense. You don't have to wait and go on defense. And I think a lot of the time in those kind of relationships, we wait till we feel on defense, like they're coming at us mm -hmm. with some need they perceive we haven't met um, or some preference. Um, and, and it does it. You're right. It runs the gamut, right? Mm -hmm. From, you know, what we would consider our more healthy relationships to the ones we might call toxic. I'm, I'm not a big fan of that word. You're probably picking up on that. But I get it. And I wouldn't go so far as to say some coaches would say that, oh, there's no such thing as toxic people or toxic relationships. And I'm like, um, <laughs> I'm not sure that's really fair. So I don't want to go extreme either direction. So, but ultimately, I think it kind of comes down to what's the level of the relationship is a piece of it. What is really your responsibility in the relationship and for what reason? So I have a very different, we have graduating seniors. My, re, my responsibility to my graduating senior right now is the priority in my world right now. Mm -hmm. That's it. That's my number one. Short of death, dismemberment, or something serious, that's my number one uh, priority, mm -hmm. right? And he's 17. Well, actually, he just turned 18 last That's night. Right. Um, wow, I can't, I got to stop saying he's 17. He just turned 18. He's graduating. He's getting ready to go off to college. So from here till end of August, that, that's my center focus, mm -hmm. right? And what I have learned over the years is the relationships I have that are healthier, they go, absolutely, it is, Sharon. And how can I help? Mm -hmm. Or what could I do? And and they may not really be able to do anything. Um, or maybe they're going to bring potato salad to the party. I don't know. Right? Or what I'm really excited about is we have to travel for his graduation. That I know there are people that are committed to coming up and participating in dinner the night before, staying the night and going to graduation. I'm like, that's cool. Because that takes some genuine effort, time, and money. And I really respect and appreciate that. Mm -hmm. And that's what those healthier relationships are going to look like. Mm -hmm. Is this yeah. kind of making sense? Mm -hmm. As we move down that continuum, maybe away from the healthier relationships and in healthy relationships, maybe you were going through something and you really feel like you still need me to be very present in it and have coffee with you and whatever. And you're kind of struggling that we can't connect that way this month or something. Mm -hmm. But you also recognize why. And instead of getting into the blame game, you will probably go access your other relationships and resources to get those needs met. Mm -hmm. Right? So right. there's the dance of intimacy is never like this. It goes in and out mm -hmm. because we need room to breathe in our relationships. Yeah. emotionally, mentally, but also at this very functional level. So as I move down that continuum, you know, if I've got people that um, are, are not understanding that and they want me to make their feelings feel okay, I think that's a broad category. We can put a lot of that under, mm -hmm. if you think about it, right. that the expectation is, you know, I can't feel okay unless you're doing your job as my friend the way that I think right. you should do it right. or as a parent or as a in-law or as whatever the role is, right? 
in the relationship. So if we take that on for that person, I would argue that we cheat both of us because I'm giving something that's not truly out of generosity because I don't have it to give in that moment, mm -hmm. right? So that's not authentic or honest. Two, if, if, if it's really not a mind to meet or fix those feelings for them, if I want them to, to, to take that full ownership, or at the very least, I can't control that. I can only decide I'm not going to take ownership for all your feelings. And if we step across and we violate our own boundary to try to fix or repair their feelings, now we've cheated them of the opportunity to grow and become that healthier person. I am always growing and trying, you know, becoming a healthier person. That's hashtag life goals. Mm -hmm. So if people just cave into me or give in to me because they feel bad if they don't say yes or whatever that is, I, I don't, I'm not getting an authentic connection from you and I'm, I'm not getting to grow through that interaction or opportunity. I had a, mm -hmm. I was talking to a friend yesterday actually, and they, we were talking about, he, they kind of commented, well, I don't really want to get connected to people in this area because then they'll want things from me. And I said, I don't know, I'm sitting there thinking, but I'm your friend. So, so my little brain's going, what do you mean by that? Yeah. So I asked and they made a comment about, well, if I let you do things for me, you know, I don't know how to, I don't know how to say no. I feel like if I let you do things for me, then I have to say yes. And I said, I would tell you no. And they're like, you would? <laughs> I started laughing. I said, yeah. Yeah. If I don't have the time, energy, the resources, and it's it's not, unless it's a really emergent need as your friend, if it's an emergent need, I would consider moving things over to meet that or step into that if there's something I can do. If if you asked me to do something I just didn't think was right or okay, yeah, I would tell you no. Do you think that, so it's interesting, like talking about all of that, um, I mean, it makes, it makes so much sense and it, what kind of pops in my head as you're mentioning your friend is it, like, do you think that there's um, something just like culturally or like time why like right now something that society is saying like if you don't have a friend that's willing to drop what they're doing to be like is there over mm -hmm. do you feel like you're kind of pushing against the norm by saying that like no it's actually okay to say no like sometimes I think maybe I should maybe I'm missing a beat here because I can be a little myopic when I am locked into this is how I think about things. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. Um, I don't know if it's a cultural thing. I, th I think I'm just fair here. Let me back up a minute. This may not make sense initially. So you know what went through me after getting out that phone call? Mm. I don't now know if his yes means yes. Mm. Mm -hmm. Right. Or if it's an obligation. Because they just told me I'm, I won't say no. Right. So does your yes really mean yes then? So now I'm uncomfortable. I was trucking along fine. <laughs> yeah. Like, right. So now I am feeling insecure to whatever degree in that friendship because I'm like, I don't know if a yes is really a yes then. And I don't know if we think about that. Sometimes we're so, so worried about obligation or appearing selfish or somebody getting their feelings hurt. I, all butt hurt, you know, somebody getting butt hurt or offended right. by or no, 
that we maybe haven't stopped to thought about security in the relationship comes out of if your yes is yes and your no is no, I'm good. Right. I don't even necessarily need to know a reason for all the yeses and nos. <clears throat> but if I don't know that, then I don't know where I stand with you in relationship. Right. And do you find that I would, I almost feel like the same people that have that yes to everything, whether they mean it or not, are the same people that aren't, are kind of needing that I need you still to do this for me or something like that. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't disagree with that. I think um, that comes out of if I don't feel like I'm allowed to say no, how dare you? Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. I said yes to everything, whether they did it or not, followed through or not. Right. You're supposed to also say And yes sometimes to- because we give the endless yeses. And we don't set the boundaries mm-hmm. and let our no's be no's. And, and no doesn't have to be ugly. They're really lovely right. ways to say no. Mm-hmm. Um, we're so exhausted that then we do feel like we genuinely need other people to pick up something for us. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And so it can either creates this kind of cycle of spin where we're always having to step in and and help each other run our lives in a way that may not be totally responsible. But then if I, if I operate that way and I come up against somebody who's just comfortable saying, I can't do that. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. It's like, what? I'm sure it feels awful for them. Like I can really empathize with that, but it's not going to change my no. Right. I feel like, this is such an important conversation. There's a lot here. There's a lot. There's a lot because here. People, I think that, you know, there's people that kind of come from that place of, I'm going to say yes to everything because I also expect it. And then people that feel like they haven't had the permission to say no. I would. And I think that's um, the larger group. If I had to take a stab at guessing that um, I think especially for women, that, that's where I do have, like, the broader culture. I said, eh, I don't know. I'm not really, I don't feel real in touch with that idea. But I think as women, it's women. I've run into this a lot, talking to women. Like, they think it's mean. Mm-hmm. They think they're failing as a mother. Mm-hmm. They think that um, they're worried they won't be liked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. There's right. so many things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like we could have a whole discussion on let's talk about how to say no <laughs> and when it's okay like it, that it's okay any any time you feel like you need to say no and I don't even need you to understand my boundary if if you're a close mm-hmm. relationship and I can and you're willing to hear it that's wonderful if you can't or you just refuse to I don't need you to understand my boundary mm-hmm. I'm just looking for a respect factor to happen there mm-hmm because I think we all often feel like we have to be able to explain ourselves to people to feel okay setting a boundary. Almost like we have to maneuver them into agreeing with our boundary, which I would argue is not really a boundary. It's manipulation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Instead of just, I, I'm sorry. I can even look at somebody and say, I, I get that you don't understand it. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to hurt you, but it's still a no. Right. Yeah. That's just my line. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I have to look at people, um, and it's usually in a group, if they're older than me, 
in a group or men where I, I find myself going, yeah, thank you. And thank you. And that's still a hard no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'll say right. hard no. Yeah. And I kind of like to draw my imaginary, see, I'm to keep drawing my imaginary yes. line on my leg. Hard no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's yeah. okay. And will people at times think, oh, you're just stubborn or you're what? Well, sure. But you can't, you can't control the thoughts and feelings of other people. Mm-hmm. Right. That's right. Good. Yeah, you don't have any control over that for the people in the back. You can't control the thoughts and feelings (laughs) of other people. (laughs) Underlined bold face, Face highlighted Highlighted. in yellow. (laughs) Yeah, you just Mm -hmm. can't. So, and that's the beauty of understanding relationally. That's why earlier I said I don't know. You know, is there really such a thing as a toxic relationship? Because I almost feel like there would have to be two people that were really dysfunctional creating that Mm -hmm. because I can have somebody who maybe um, tries to violate my boundaries or doesn't Mm -hmm. has very diffuse boundaries for themselves that maybe makes what I would consider poor choices and they keep architecting all the drama in their own life and then want to complain to me about it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) There's a whole other thing on architecting your own drama too, by the way. (laughs) So but I'm choosing to participate or not. So I don't need to be exhausted by that behavior. Mm-hmm. I just need to know where my lines are and mm-hmm. protect my fences, if you will. And that's not, I think sometimes we think boundaries are mean. And I, my argument for healthy boundaries is they will always protect mm-hmm. relationship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They will always protect it. And if I have my boundaries in the right place, if a relationship cannot happen because I won't let you walk all over me, right? And I'm not willing to intrude into your psyche and your emotions, then maybe it doesn't need to continue. And if that's the case, if I can set healthy boundaries and you keep bumping your forehead against them, you either will begin to respect them and then maybe you realize, huh, maybe I get to do that too, or you're going to ditch me anyway. Mm-hmm. Let's be honest. Right. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Suddenly you won't respond to the text or you won't get together for coffee or you have less time or you're just super busy. Like, And that's okay. Yeah. And so I think we have to also not be afraid to let relationships go at times. Mm-hmm. I think that's a normative part of life relationship sometimes maybe that's part of why we don't we're afraid of losing relationship mm-hmm. especially with you know close family mm-hmm. but at some point I do think we have to evaluate and assess for ourselves the cost of that relationship or that relationship on those terms I think most of the time you can change the terms of the relationship without having to give up the relationship mm-hmm. All you have to do is change how you're engaging with oh, the person. Yeah, that's good. Right? Mm-hmm. So, but I think that I want to acknowledge for people listening, I know that fear is often there. And at times you will lose relationship. Mm-hmm. But more often than not, you're just kind of restructuring it. Right. I think that um, what comes to mind too with that is that that discomfort anytime you're facing boundaries, which is, you know, types of conflict, boundaries, whatever that is, um, working through that and what comes out on the other end sometimes can be wonderful, Yep. but it, it's not guaranteed that it's always going to, you know, sometimes it'll be 
it it will be an end to something but a lot of times it could be um the shift that you've wanted all along Mm -hmm. that you were trying to get by trying to get them to be the person you want them to be so that you can feel okay while they're trying to get you to be the person they want you to be because they think that'll make them feel okay right we are not put here on earth to manage each other's thoughts and feelings that's a personal responsibility we all have right so if i could say one thing um you know, to kind of wrap this one up and we can definitely talk some more about this stuff, but Mm -hmm. to wrap this one up today is that healthy relationships have healthy boundaries and healthy boundaries create healthy relationships Mm -hmm. and only in healthy relationships do we truly experience um, safety, security, and intimacy. And I mean intimacy in the sense of to be fully known, to -hmm. share who we are, and to be fully known and fully accepted for who we are. Mm-hmm. And boundaries actually protect the space for that. Boundaries would actually, the whole idea says, accept people, radically accept people for who they are and quit engaging with them based on who you want them to be. Mm-hmm. Right. And if you do that, it's really simple in, in most of the time to figure out where your lines are and what you need to do. So that's good. That's a wrap. Yeah. Well, All right. You. That was good. I'm glad you got Well, thank you for that. listening. Again, this is Sharon Smaga with Pop Coach Life. You can catch me on all things social media under Pop Coach Life. And uh, definitely wherever you listen or download your podcast. I hope this has been really helpful in uh, pursuing your purpose over perfection. And we'll see you next time. Take care. Bye-bye.